Hi, it's day 11 of our 14-day devotional and Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. And truly, uh, we're grateful to God for the opportunity to really, really share and to learn God's word. We've been studying on exercising priesthood, but particularly the past few days, we've been studying on priesthood and sacrifices. And so far, we've looked at um, two key spiritual sacrifices that we are to offer as a holy priesthood to God. We firstly looked at the sacrifice that has to do with speaking God's word and the relationship of the priest with the knowledge of God. Then yesterday we looked at thanksgiving as a sacrifice um, and how that goes well with speaking God's word. We're going to continue on priesthood and sacrifices and I want us to uh, look at uh, some important scriptures uh, and today we're going to be focusing particularly on uh, the presenting our bodies as a living sacrifice, presenting our bodies as a living sacrifice, glorifying God in our bodies. This is one of the spiritual sacrifices that we offer. Don't forget our key scripture has been around Leviticus chapter 6 from verses 12 to 13 that in summary talks about how um, fire must not go out of the altar. Fire must keep burning on the altar and we've defined fire as a very intensity by which we need to run our race um, in life and our journey. And we're learning that for fire to continue on the altar, there must be sacrifice, okay? That the, the fire of God is attracted to sacrifice. And we've, we've, we've spoken about this um, in many ways. But let's, let's, let's look at Romans chapter 12 from verses 1 to 1 to 2. Remember, the Bible says we're being built into a spiritual, uh, spiritual house holy priesthood to offer sacrifices that are acceptable to god through christ jesus first peter 2 but let's go to romans chapter 12 from verses 1 to 2 it says i appeal to you therefore brethren by the mercies of god to present your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable to god which is your spiritual worship do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and, and perfect. The word says here to present our bodies as a living sacrifice. See, this is one of the sacrifices we offer, um, you know, in the new covenant and as a, as a priesthood. And, and the real thing here to talk about is um, sometimes whether we are conscious that we are to present our bodies as a living sacrifice and what that actually means today. See, when Paul would have written this to the Roman church, he would have dealt with uh, some specific situations uh, dealing with a specific context, a cultural context basically because he goes on in the next verse to say do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal renewal of your mind so we can tell there that there was a a a, a way of life a culture that informed paul's writing so uh, one of the things we have to talk about when it comes to presenting our bodies as a living sacrifice is is to look at 
the, the cultural context that challenges what that what that means. And the reality is this is that if this was common sense to the believer in a way, or if this was a, a given, you know, I don't know if um, Paul would have taken time to write and to give um, instructions for this. So we want to explore what this is because, you know, one of the things I've been saying to us is that we want to be priests um, that are effective, people that can, you know, exercise priesthood and shift atmospheres and, you know, cause heaven and earth to, um, you know, to intersect and, you know, and, and to, you know, and to administer the will of God. And those things are powerful. But I've told you that the the real power of a priest is not it just in those things. It's actually about the lifestyle of the of the priest. That is where the real power is. That is where the real uh, the real uh, ability, you know, is is generated in that sense. So the word tells us here. It says to offer our bodies living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to God. To offer our bodies. Wow! Think of this. We must offer our bodies. Wow! We must offer our bodies you know does anybody ever tell us these things when we come to christ that hey when you come to christ you know you must offer your body okay <laughs> does anybody can you think of, of of what that even means so let's let's explore let's let's go into this a a, a little bit more you know one of the things that i love about the book of hebrews it's it's, it's the concentration of the subject of priesthood let's look at the life of christ and the consciousness of christ concerning his body okay we're gonna go to uh, uh hebrews chapter 10 from verses 5 to 10 hebrews 10 5 to 10 this is gonna help us understand what it means to offer our body look at this it says consequently when christ came into the world he said now watch this sacrifices and offerings you've not desired okay and when he says sacrifices and offerings there he's what is what he means he's not saying that context is important he's not saying that god doesn't want sacrifices and offerings what he's saying is that god doesn't want the sacrifices and the offerings of the old testament that is of of um of burnt offerings in terms of animals okay because those things um did not purify the soul it was just a, a shadow a representation of that which was to come it was prophetic in a sense so now sacrifices and offerings you've not desired but now watch this but a body you have prepared for me in burnt offerings and sins you have taken no pleasure then i said behold i've come to do your will O god as it is written of me in the scroll of the book another version says in the volume of the books i love it it says when he said above you have neither desired nor taken pleasure in pleasure in sacrifices and offerings and burnt offerings and sin offerings these are offered according to the law then he said behold i've come to do your will um, he does away with the first okay in order to establish the second and by that will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. There's so much in here that's so powerful, right? Concerning Jesus, Jesus said, the Bible says, sacrifices and offerings you have not desired, but a body you have prepared for me. A body you have prepared for me. We learn from the life of Jesus very clearly. Now, this is powerful that 
God prepared a body for him to do his will. <laughs> okay, God prepared a body for Jesus to do his will. Jesus was conscious about this. So that now Jesus understood that his body was for the doing of the will of God. His body was for the doing of the will of God. And so because of that, Jesus, when he lived in the body, in his body, did everything to make sure that that will was executed through his body and that his body was used for the reason why he was created. I was teaching something at church on Sunday. I was teaching about um, Jesus being justified by the Spirit. Okay, Jesus being justified by the Spirit. And I was saying that, you know, when Jesus went on the cross, right, um, and he died for our sins, he was nailed on the cross, um, and, and all the suffering that he went through and all of that stuff, right, um, um, what made Jesus' uh, offering acceptable to God for eternal redemption and salvation wasn't just what happened on the cross. No, it wasn't just what happened on the cross. You have to understand the, the cross was the cumulative sacrifice. His life was the end, his entire life was the entire sacrifice. So it wasn't just the fact that on the cross he suffered, right? It wasn't just on the cross that he that, that he suffered. No, 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 no. It's not just that. Now, this is not to this is not to um to to demean the work of the cross. Please understand what I'm saying here. Okay. Um, Jesus suffered a lot on the cross, suffered spiritually, emotionally, um, and all of these things, like all of the sins of the world was, was laid on him. So please understand that there is no, there is no comparison to this. But, but also note that it wasn't foreign for the Romans to crucify someone on the cross. So in one sense, okay, Jesus was not the first to be nailed on the cross, right? But what made his unique, what made his different? was the fact that throughout his life, okay, his, his total obedience, the way that he, he, he denied himself, um, the way that he, yield, he denied himself, number one, then he yielded himself to God in obedience, didn't let the flesh control him, didn't let his body control him, okay, did not let um, 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 the impulses of the flesh, you see, that whole obedience, that whole journey, that whole life will live before God, plus then the extreme suffering on the cross. Remember what I said. I'm not saying that, you know, um, um, what, what, like what, I'm not essentially saying that, oh, what did Jesus do that has not been done before? Please, that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm trying to say is this, is that the way that he lived his entire life, now combined with what he did on the cross, right, was that ultimate sacrifice. So if Jesus just went to the, if Jesus lived anyhow, you know, did what he wanted in his flesh and then went to the cross and died, his sacrifice would not have been acceptable. His sacrifice would not have been acceptable. Okay. So Jesus was conscious. Let's just come back to this, to, to the book of Hebrews. Jesus was conscious that a body was prepared for him, <laughs> right? A body was prepared. Are you conscious that the body that you have, am I conscious that the body that I have, are we conscious that the body that we have was prepared for us? Because I don't believe that the father prepared the body for Jesus, <laughs> okay, and then he didn't prepare a body for us. The father prepared, you know, as Jesus is, as he is so away in this world, right? The father prepared a body for Jesus, 
okay, so that that body could be used to execute the will of God and to carry out the assignment that God had made for him because he said, a body you prepared for me, okay, I've come to do your will as it is written of me in the volume of the book. So there's a connection between the body that Jesus carried and the will of God that was, that was executed on the earth. See, are we conscious that God has prepared a body for us? I've thought on this severally, but I think I might as well talk on, talk on it a little bit. You know, when we speak about the body, right, the, the, the body um, is such an important thing, okay, such an important thing. And one of the important things about the body is that when it comes to the earth, the earth realm, right, what gives um, spirits legality in the earth is a body right what gives spirits legality in the earth realm is a body in other words spirits cannot just influence um, um they can influence the earth but they have to influence through the through the through the legal means okay and the legal means for interacting on the earth for influencing on the earth is through a body a bo so a body a body in the spirit is an asset <laughs> right a body in the spirit is an asset a body in the spirit is more than um shapes and sizes and um, you, you know and and all of this stuff no it's more than that it's an asset it's a spiritual asset that is why when you look at the at the word of god everything that's used to describe a body it's either that word thank you holy spirit it's either that word uh, a temple okay or a tabernacle or a house and when you think of you know think of what we when we when we speak at ha about houses today okay we speak about real estate we talk about you know um, you know, we, we look at houses as, you know, things of investment and great assets. You know, how many houses do you have and things like that. These are, so a house is more than a structure. See, a house can represent the wealth of a person, right? A house can represent the investment of a person. A house can represent more than just a place that you sleep. Of course, it's a place that you sleep. It's a place that you, you, you dwell. But see, there's a lot to house. In the same way, see, a, a, a body is more than a body. <laughs> right a body is more than a body a body is is a spiritual investment right is god's spiritual investment and such is the investment of 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 of, of a body that concerning jesus the bible says a body you have prepared for me so that means wow my body isn't really mine even though yes i have responsibility over it the reality is that my body is, is that which God has prepared for me so that God can find expression through my life on the earth, on the earth, on the earth, on the earth, right? It will be illegal for spirits to influence the earth without a body. It will be illegal for spirits to, to just do anything they want on the earth without a body. No, no. And this is why... See, the Holy Spirit dwells in us. See, even the Lord operates by that principle. See, the, Lord, the, the reason why the Holy Spirit dwells in us is that for the Holy Spirit to find maximum expression on the earth, the rule dictates that there must be a body. This is why evil spirits want bodies. They just seek any kind of body. You know, we, 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 read, we read about uh, this, this story 
um, in Mark uh, chapter 5, the story of Jesus going into God. Okay, and remember the guy that hosted, the Bible talks about a legion of demons, right? And, and this guy about, had about 3,000 to 6,000 spirits in him, this one guy. See, the, the reason why the, see, the spirits needed a home, <laughs> the spirits were not just lurking around the region. If, if the spirits are disembodied, see, um, they, they, they can't influence anything and their operation is illegal and so they're tormented. See, notice in Mark 5, when Jesus casted out the spirit from this guy with the, uh, 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 with, with, with the legion of demons, the demoniker, see, when, the, when Jesus casted out, the, the first thing the spirits tried to negotiate, they said, Jesus, don't send us out of the re region. They didn't want to be disembodied, disembodied. So they asked Jesus to send them into um, the, the, um, the, 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 into the, the animals that were around. They asked Jesus to send them into the animals. So the word then shows us, let me, let me not go into this because I don't want to scare some of you, okay? Uh, but the word shows us that, you know, they, they went into the animals. See, they didn't want to be disembodied. So that means that a body is, is, is crucial, spiritually speaking. Wow, there's so much to talk about. I think I'm going to do this part on the body in two parts because there is so much to talk about uh, spiritually and practically because one of the issues today with our priesthood is not understanding how our body is connected to our priesthood. That's one of the major issues today. I can give you, give you, to give you practical examples. You know, as I get ready to close on this part, I'll do this a, a second part and pick it up from here, right? As I, as, I, as, I, as I get ready to close on this, you know, you look at the culture, the environment that we, we, we live in. One of, the, one of the, um, the, the consequences of the fall of man is to be led of the flesh, is to be led of the flesh, right is to be led of of that which is sensual so now this is what it is when the order is right right your spirit by the holy ghost or the holy ghost by your spirit is supposed to lead your body okay it's supposed to lead your life that's when the order is right but when the order is wrong okay you are body led so this is how it's meant to go spirit leads from the inside my spirit and all areas of my life right but when i am um in the wrong you know context okay or when i'm not living for christ or when i'm not mature i what happens is that it's the other way around my body leads everything about me my body leads my mind the flesh leads my mind okay and i go from the outside in instead of the inside out so the bible says to present your body as a living sacrifice i'm going to do a part two on this because i want to address some things that i think we must call ourselves up to attention as a royal priesthood so that we can be effective there is so much to learn about our bodies being the temple of the holy spirit and us offering our body as a living sacrifice well i gotta stop here for today i have to but i'm going to catch you tomorrow as we continue to learn about the sacrifices that we are supposed to offer to god god bless you